handle the truth. Press Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you so much for being here. It is October 19th, not October 18th, according to the title block right down there. Uh, got that. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I had a couple of things going on. Also, you guys remember I had the show on before I do this. Anyway, uh, it's October 19th, 2023, and it's a Thursday. So we're here. Ta-da! I'm here. Well, we do have a special guest coming in today. He's going to be here in just a couple minutes. He had parent-teacher conferences because, you know, those kids... Are so we need to have that. We need to have teacher conferences because we can't. I don't know. Anyway, I, I've never understood that for the life of me. Got a problem with my kids? Send home a note. Send me an email. We'll figure it out. But again, that's not what we do. We have days off because those are official days of work, and those are the counted days we do for education because that's education. I don't get that. Do we do that at work? Has anybody ever had a job? Where you're just like, hey, uh, Bill, we need to go ahead and schedule you and your wife and kids uh, to come in. We're going to talk about your performance here at uh, work. So if you could bring the wife and kids in. Uh, yeah, I, I think I've got, let me see my schedule here. I got you scheduled for, uh, let's see, uh, next Thursday at 3.30. Can you come in on October 19th? Can we do a 3.30? Would that be good for your wife and kids? Yeah, we'll have them come in. And we'll talk about your performances. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're just going to have you sit right there while we talk about you in the, as if you're not even there. So is that okay with you? We're going to, I mean, that's, that's what we're going to do. That's, that's, uh, that's how we do it here in the world. So, again, this is a problem for us where we continue to see that our school systems do not produce anything. This is not a helpful process. And if you're waiting for school uh, conferences to tell a kid that he's screwing up, or the parents that your kid is screwing up, I think you're kind of missing the point. But again, I don't know. How many people have out there, raise of hands, have had their uh, their spouse and children show up to their work conference to say, well, we'd like to talk to you about uh, your, your uh, husband or your wife here and how they're doing here at work. So we'll tell everybody else and you guys can deal with this at home. Does that make sense to anybody? Is that... Is that what we do? Uh, is that how that works? I don't think so. But again, this is the world we live in where we have an entire system of education that truly does not educate us in the best way possible. And in fact, if they really did teach us in the best way possible, then why do people spend anywhere up to $100,000 a year for private education in private you know, schools and at military schools and all these other schools across the world. Why do people send their kids across the ocean to private schools if public schools in America were so amazing, if they were doing such a fantastic job, if all these educators were out there doing all this God's work, then uh, why do we have private schools at all where people literally pay into the public tax system Hey, Ken, good to see you. Look forward to, he says, look forward to seeing you again on Saturday. Yeah, Ken, I will be there. Uh, look forward to seeing you. Um, 
on Saturday and your friends as well. Thank you so much. Now, Ken, Ken told me that as he builds semi-trucks, you know, the big diesel trucks, that he actually plays the Jim Price show in the shop as well as the Dark to Light show on WYSL. Uh, 1040.com WYSL is a radio station. I do a midday radio show uh, up there in uh, Rochester, Buffalo, and all those good areas. Batavia, not Batavia. Is it Batavia's up? No, that's not Batavia's up there. Uh, Avon, some of the other ones anyway. So, yeah, he listens to the show, and he uh, makes sure that um, he makes sure that his staff has to listen to me. <laughs> it's like a self-inflicted torture. It's not torture. Uh, they know what's going on. But anyway, we do have uh, Dr. Ryan Dops is going to be in here with me today. So we got to talk about that. Oh, by the way, we're sending $100 billion or $100 million. I just don't know what we're doing here. It's like crazy. Okay, we're sending. Okay, let me do the math here. Hold on a second. All right, we sent Ukraine $200 billion. I called that a year and a half ago. We are sending him $200 billion. Now we're going to send them another. 80 billion and another 10 or 20 billion to Israel. Wait, I thought Israel had a functioning economy and they were one of the wealthiest countries on earth. Why are they needing our billions? Do you know that we send aid to China? Did you guys know that? That we, yeah, well, we don't, well, it's not really aid. It's, it's not aid. It's, uh, yeah, it's aid. Well, they hide it in uh, different little avenues, little things that they say it is. But in reality, uh, we send China that kind of money too. So don't uh, get all butt hurt that we're sending it just to Ukraine or Israel. How fast do we open up the checkbook, guys? I'm gonna tell you what. I need to be a country, and uh, I need to, I need to be a country so that my so the United States will come bail me out. I could do with twenty billion dollars. I tell you what, Joey. I tell you what. You I'll give you fifty percent. You send me 20, I'll give you 10, buddy. But then I'm coming after you, and I'm going to come after you with the $10 billion, and I'm going to use it in ways that will move the needle to freedom and liberty in this country, and I will use it to make sure to expose every single one of you. Oh, I'm, I just ruined the deal. God dang it. I was going to get $20 billion. I was going to keep 10 of it. <sighs> oh, I can't help myself. I was going to... I was going to see what I was going to do there. I was going to take the money, but then turn around and use it against them. <sighs> well, anyway, that would be used better than what they are doing in Ukraine or in Israel. I mean, I, that's what I've been told. Uh, I was going to do it because of the children. Yes, the children. But imagine that. Imagine if we could all just go out there and do something amazing with this money other than what they keep doing, which is... By the way, uh, stop for a second, guys. Did you guys hear about this? That we're actually doing the whole um, we're going to do the whole story about Hamas digging up water lines and then turning it. Did I did I talk to you guys about? Let me see if I can find that article. Uh, let's see, Hamas uh, water pipe. Oh yeah, water pipe. Missiles. Let's see. We got there. Water. Okay. Let's see if this is it. Uh, water Israel moves distraction. Hamas turned up. Thousands of rockets strike. 
how did they grow the arsenal? Let's see what AP News has to say here. How did they grow the arsenal? Mm. Nope, that doesn't look like it. There is an article out there that literally is talking about how Hamas was making uh, from sewage pipes with wings. Okay. <laughs> oh, on Sunday afternoon, and um, I can't pronounce all those names, went out to the fields behind his father's house. The rockets that Iron Dome does not shoot down, The these reported... Uh, to have landed in open areas. Let's see. They litter his cotton, his father's cotton farm. A Thai worker led him to the site of a recent barrage where uh, the rusty hull of a rocket lay in the soil. I looked at it and I couldn't believe it. It looked like sewage pipe with wings. He described he described tail wings affixed with a cheap spring, crude welding, and what was uh, a small warhead. Uh, let's see, where's the photographic evidence? Unlike a standard army in which rockets and mortars provide support for the forward troops, Hamas doctrine based on targeting civilians and protecting against its invading army call for the deployment of curved, curved trajectory weapons as a primary offensive tool uh, with foot soldiers relegated to defense tactics. Okay, so where are we? Okay. Where are the pipe bombs? Where are these water pipe bombs? Uh, this is not... This is talking about it, I guess. It's talking about the crude bombs they were making, but they're not really giving us... There was an article out there that had... Uh, let's see. Stop well, metal tubing. Scarce water. Um, anyway. Oh, wait. Here it is. Let's see. Lack of water is a health risk. Let's see if they actually do this one here. They show the... Yeah, they don't show this. This is what I don't understand. Well, I'd like to find that article I was... They were showing the guy... Showed two guys out there with hose. They were going and they were digging up the water pipe. And then they, and they showed another guy painting them green in a tarped area on top of some metal sawhorses. But they just had the, the pipe... Uh, these pipes with this point on the end and just mel uh, metal wel welded wings on the end of it. Guys, I don't know if you know about rockets or not, but it's not quite that simple. I mean, yeah, it looks like a rocket, but there's propulsion, there's weight balance, uh, angle of firing, the propulsion, the the what, the liquid propellant you put in it, uh, what ordinances are in the end of it. Uh, they're not exactly just like a hey, hurl this piece of metal across the fence and then see how much damage you can create. There's a little more to it than that. And I just, I think it's kind of lazy for us to actually uh, fall for that. But I wish I could, uh, Hamas uh, water pipe uh, bombs. Is that what we want to do? B-O-M, B-O-M, Biebs. Bomb, 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 bomb. No wonder the English language is so, I mean, we have bomb, 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 bomb. Bomba. Anyway, uh, let's see here. I don't know where that article went. I wish I could see. How does uh, thousands of rockets to strike? Uh, let's see what the LA Times has to say about this. Uh, let's see here. 
That's a Toyota. It's on fire in the middle of the road. Yeah, I don't see. Golly, I wish I could have. I wish I would have kept that article now. But the the fact that they were showing these guys doing this, you know, and this is a way to do it. Hey, Lindsay, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is a crazy time that we're in right here where we continue to see this thing. It's like, oh, wait, no, this is fine. No, this is, wait, this is what we're doing. No, we're not. Guys, we're sending $100 million to Hamas. Nobody heard that, right? We're sending $100 million to Hamas. And then we're sending $100 billion to Israel and Ukraine. Again, I don't know why we're sending, but, well, it's humanitarian aid. So we're going to send money to Hamas. It's humanitarian aid. Don't worry about that. That's fine. Uh, that's how we do it. Oh, Lindsay, thank you for the donut. I appreciate it. Uh, donuts are always amazing and good. That's how I believe. Um, that is my religion. My religion says that donuts are good for you, so stop talking bad about them. Uh, anyway, so the uh, the potato in chief, I don't know. Did you hear about there was some type of medical emergency with him? I just see what, let's see. Uh, Biden... Medical emergency. Oh, let's see what we got here. See if this is a thing. Um, nope. 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 Oh, that's right. Remember you had that whole medical emergency where they replaced him with a better actor than him? Just saying. Uh, that one's, I couldn't find anything in there on that one. We don't know why they're using pipes, water pipes, to make missiles out of, which sounds like a very inaccurate trajectory if you're actually trying to cause destruction. Um, anyway, that doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what they keep saying over and over again. Uh, anyway, let's see. What else did we have? Um, I have been on a tear today. I've had all these different shows I had to do. I had the morning show I had to do with America Media Periscope. I had the lunchtime show I had to do because Josh was on the road. So I had to do it by myself. Then I had uh, my other show just right before this one, and I have this one, and my guest is late, and uh, that's just how it goes. So we're gonna we're gonna give uh, Ryan a big bunch of hooey when he gets in here. Oh, let's go ahead and preface what Ryan's coming in about, and this is something we've been talking about for quite a while here on the Jim Price Show. I mean, I talked to you guys about healing. I talked to you guys about you know making yourself better, making yourself you know heal yourself, bring the cellular strength back, do all those things. And to me, it's important, those kind of things are, to actually say, okay, what's the basic cell function that gets your body operating in the right mode? Well, that's where me and Dr. Ryan, we, we've been talking for years. I mean, I've been, I've been friends with him. I guess I didn't realize I have been friends with him. Let's see. It's been 10 years or more. Uh, it's kind of amazing how time flies. And so this has been a... Uh, a a long-term friendship, but we talk about, you know, science. We talk about uh, the uh, uh, medical stuff. We talk about the body. We talk about the spiritual. His wife, you know, she, she's she been dealing with her own medical issues, and he's been really working very diligently to really help her and to help her body repair. And the conversations grew and grew, and here just in the, just recently, we decided that it was time to actually give you guys Something that's going, you know, I could sit here and drink from my copper cup, you know. <sighs> We're going to do that all day long. But at the end of the day, there's certain things that we need to make sure that your, your, your cell function's getting, what, which is 
methylfolates, magnesium, copper, iodine. These are the things, these are the basic building structures that we need. And this is the stuff that I talk about on the show. People ask me like, oh, Jim, what are you doing here? What are you doing there? How do you handle this? How do you handle that? Well, what we're going to be doing is we're going to actually be giving you guys a kit and access to what I would say is good for you. And not that I know that I don't know anything. I'm, a, I'm not a doctor. I play one on TV. But what I'm saying is I want to bring this to you in a way that you can simply go on and do a subscription, and it's going to give you exactly what you need for basic cell function. Now, once you get that going and you want to change things, you want to add this or you want to add that, well, that's fine. We're going to make those readily available, and I think that's absolutely necessary. But at the same time, I don't think you need to buy a bunch of expensive pee. And now I know a lot of people are like, well, Jim, you know, I'm, I'm taking, you know, 10,000 billion IUs of, you know, and I'm taking uh, and I'm doing this and I shove it up my nose and I and all that. It's like, hey, do you know you need all that stuff? Are these things that your body is actually prescribed, you know, is prescribing to you saying, hey, we need this? Well, until we really actually do that, um, we need to actually kind of think, okay, what do I need for my body? What does my body need? What do I, okay, so, and that's what I'm doing here. So on mydailynaturals.com is what we come up with, and we are going to be doing that for you in a way that doesn't make you have to go, eh, hmm, do I need, eh, I don't know. That makes it a lot simpler, and I want to do that for you guys. We've been doing this, and there's some other great things that are happening too. Let me fix my coat. need to get that all. Sorry about that. Um, we got some other exciting stuff going on with the network. Uh, me and Josh have been working really hard to do some things on the backside to make sure we have a home, make sure that we're going to be here long term. And I know that that you guys may or may not, um, you may or not know all these things because me and Josh obviously don't talk about it much on the show. But if you were a part of the, if you saw my phone, there's times I've gotten on here and. You know, I was I set my phone down for a few minutes. I had 15 text messages just in one thread. And I've got probably three or four major text threads that I'm doing right now that are going to be bringing people together. And this is going to be amazing what we're going to be able to do for you guys. The amount of information, the amount of, of people that are going to be just a part of the team, uh, it's breathtaking. And I want you guys to understand that this is all about your freedoms and liberties uh, this is about bringing good information to you. Now we're gonna we're gonna be you know broadening our horizons on a few things, but I really want you guys to to be successful and have good information. And it doesn't always have to be just from me. It doesn't always have to be from Josh. But we want to make sure you guys are getting the best you can have. And uh, it's been good to know that uh, we have those kind of people that are willing to circle the wagon in this time where too many people are running for the hills and not being the people that we need them to be. Uh, it does look like Dr. Ryan Dobbs is coming in now. Let's see if we can get him to turn on his facial recognition camera system that the government gives him. Oh, there he is. Oh, he, hey, looks, hey. he looks so smiley. Okay, well, there you are. Uh, we got you in view now, so let me get myself in view. So there we go. And um, boom, we're right next to each other. Now, boom. Now we're awesome. Uh, yeah, you're, you're sitting a little taller than I am. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'm going to have to knock you down a little bit. Dude, I'm a chiropractor. I can't slump. Oh, oh, I'll that fix it? the monitor. 
Uh, is yeah. that is that what it is? You can't slouch like Jim does. I can't slouch. No, uh, it's against 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 the bylaws. Hey, there you go. Now you look like a one of us Americans slouching. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah. Um, I just basically was giving him a rundown about cellular function that we're giving them a package that we want to do this as a way of you know the stuff I've talked about. You know, I could drink out of my copper cup all day and. We could talk about certain things, but we really need to do things at the basic cell level to bring the function of the body back. And yes. I said, you know, that me and you, we actually, I don't, Ryan, I think we're coming up on our 10 year anniversary. I don't know. Is that a diamond or what are you supposed to do? Diamond. Yeah. Is it? I, I, I don't Every year I'm going to say it's a diamond, but. Uh, it's definitely year. a trip to like Hot Springs, Arkansas or something like that. Oh, Arkansas. <laughs> oh, you do care. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I'm a gentleman first. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Before anything else, I'm a gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he isn't. Um, yeah. No, but uh, so we've got, uh, we've been, I, we, I've known you for over 10 years now, uh, longer than yeah, most of your kids. Uh, yeah. Hey, I've been around longer than your kids. Where's my birthday? Present? Definitely, definitely one of them. But uh, yeah, maybe a couple. But yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. It, you know, it's been an interesting friendship because it started out with the rugby and more, you know, more on the physical side. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was that was kind of where my heart was at was doing sports care and, you know, injury recovery and yeah. um, working with active people. And, you know, I've never told you this before, but I was sitting at a Thunder game. I was the we have a minor league hockey team here, the Wichita Thunder. Right. I was the team chiropractor for six seasons or so. And um, as judgmental as this is going to sound, please don't take it as this, but I was sitting there <laughs> at a game and well, it just, it's harsh because I was sitting there at a game and I had a friend come uh, who is, uh, he's from France mm-hmm. and he'd never seen live hockey before. So I took him down to the locker room. We hung with the guys. I got everybody adjusted. We went up and we were sitting there watching and he, he leaned over to me and he goes, man, it's amazing that these guys can do all they do and balance on a quarter inch piece of steel right. because the body really is amazing. You know? And I kind of sat back and I was like, yeah, it is amazing. We keep them tuned in. They eat good nutrition. You know, they've got a trainer and I thought about it and I was like, of course they play good because they have a chiropractor, they get adjusted, they have good nutrition and you know, they've got a trainer taking care of them. And a few rows ahead of me in our season ticket area, uh, a lady that was a season ticket holder was, um, you know, definitely had um, some obesity concerns and and so forth, right? That you could just tell her lifestyle wasn't wasn't good. And I leaned back to my buddy and I said, I go, you know, what's crazy is that you can feed the body absolute garbage and you still get 50 decent years, you know? <laughs> and it kind of hit me like, wow. like yeah. that's more of you put bad gas in your car one time and your engine's toast, right. you know, yeah. we've got the standard American diet, the standard American posture is we were talking about, but the diet is so bad in what we typically eat loaded up with chemicals and herbicides and pesticides that it's amazing that our bodies are so brilliant that it can, it can manage all those toxins. Yeah. And that was a pivot point for me where I got more into nutrition. I got more into general wellness. I got more, I got out of, looking at mostly athletes and just how do I help the average person? Because this is a, this is a big area of concern. And so it sparked, that was about the same time, uh, your, your friendship, my friendship really kicked off because I was doing all that sports stuff. Yeah. Well, and it's, uh, and the, the idea of the basic function of the body, again, we're, we're talking about simple things like, uh, joint location, right? Blood flow, nerve flow. But then if you don't have the basic cell function of those things working properly, well then, yeah. again, you're you're still you're still the Ferrari without rubber on the on the rims, right? You you got an amazing yeah. car, all kinds of potential. Looks like it could run forever, but yeah. if you don't have rubber on the tire to make it go, then what good is 
all that horsepower. And we have amazing right. horsepower in us. We have amazing healing powers. Yeah, totally right. Absolutely right. And it, you know, and so it gets into when you say cellular function, I love that idea. And that's what we focus on a lot um, is, is making sure that we get the fundamentals in so that the body can then do what it's, what it's designed to do, which is heal and grow and thrive. And, um, you know, without those proper things, it shifts you into, you know, we, we need to probably um, do a deep dive on one of these, one of these conversations where we really get into the methylation cycle and how it kicks the body into um, you know, more of a distressed mode. But when we, when we don't have the basic nutrients, we fall into a stress stimuli, right? So our body works efficiently when we're, everything's clicking and going good. But when we have stress in our life, whether that's chronic stress from, you know, emotional distress, from childhood traumas to physical stress that we don't get deal need to dealt with a car accident that we never get, you know, adjusted afterwards and get our spine back into alignment. So we have reduced nerve interference, all of these things are easy to understand. But what the hard one is, is that, you know, well, I just go through and I eat, you know, I get, I buy decent groceries at the store, but I don't understand why my body's in a state of stress. And it's that, it's that idea that if we're not putting in the right stuff, the essentials, uh, then we're going to have problems metabolically because of it. Yeah. Well, and think about those. That's actually how the the simple things work, right? We, we've run past too many times. People are like, oh, well, I need to go and I need to cut my left foot off. It's like, that's a lot yeah. of work to try to get yourself healthy. Um, but in reality, there, there are too many people are doing that. They're spending thousands of dollars a month between protein shakes. Um, what's the what's the one that amino acid everybody uh, – not, uh, not keratin. What's the one um, – I'm having a break. Yeah. What's uh, it for? What's it, well, when you work out, everybody's taking oh, the creatine. Creatine, yeah. So you take mm -hmm. creatine, you take protein, you got your pre-workout. Um, then I'm loading down on what's that? Don't forget kerosene. Oh yeah, kerosene. Yeah, might as well. You know, it's like look, look, you know, it's just as good for you, right? But yeah. The, yeah. people are running out there and doing all this stuff for I'm gonna go work out, you know, and they're buying this ten thousand dollar gallon of you know, powdered whey, which is the water, the protein water out of milk. I don't think people realize mm -hmm. that. It's nothing so mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, but they'd be better off with spirulina or um, a type of um, algae that actually is higher in protein than all other protein mixes out yeah. there. But anyway, yeah. I digress. But what if we were actually just, I was, I, I just had another doctor I was talking to on AMP uh, before this. I was like, well, how much could we lower our food intake if we were just having basic cell function in the way that it's more efficient? We're not having to pound as much food through our body. We don't yeah. have to eat three times a day. We don't have to eat 5,000 calories a day. We don't have to eat 3,000 calories a day. If the nutrients are right, do yeah. we really have to take all that crap into our body just to get by? Totally right. You know, one, one thing that I think is important that I talk to patients about a lot is – your hunger level has nothing to do with what's actually in your stomach, right? You're hungry because you lack nutrients, you know, but consequently when you eat your, it takes a while, right? It takes hours to get those nutrients broken down and into your blood supply and then delivered to the tissue. So what's interesting is your fullness, your sensation of, of, uh, of fullness, your satiation when you eat is actually um, based off of the stretch receptors in the stomach. So what's kind of kind of weird is the signal that says I'm hungry comes from the lack of nutrients in my body, the lack of nutrients in my blood supply, the lack of conversion that my liver can do 
So the innate intelligence says, hey, buddy, you got to go eat something. Um, and then so as I start putting food in, we've trained it to stretch the stomach so much, you know, um, as we enter into uh, the Thanksgiving season, I think there's always there's two strategies, right? You either you either uh, fast for a few days and get really, really hungry so you can put some food away on right. Thanksgiving meal, right. or you start right now by overeating and you stretch your stomach out so you can really do some damage, you know, but uh, you, that's horrible advice. Don't, yeah, yeah. nobody take that advice. Don't but you know, the idea is that our stretch receptors are what tells us that we're full, not our nutrient levels. So we kind of get in this paradoxical situation where we can fill up on carbs and junk food, Right. But we don't actually get the the the, the nutrients and say or the nutrient pass through on the backside, right. um, and what it does is it leaves you in a state of stress, right? So you know you can eat all day long, but you can still you know essentially have malnourishment and uh, and problems that arise from a lack of nutrition. And so um, as we as we put together our essential pack, that's that's really what we've tried to formulate is what is the basic thing? What are the basic vitamins, minerals, are they the right types? Are they the right quantities? Do they exceed the recommended daily allowance? Because remember the RDA is just to survive, not to thrive. Right. You do better with higher levels of things rather than lower. Well, I didn't want to interrupt your run there, but you did say paradox. So I wanted to make sure and make fun of that, but, uh, paradoxical oh that's i thought wanted to come out i don't know what came out but paradox sure (laughs) no no paradoxical you said it right but the first thing my 12 year old mind thought was paradox anyway so um so as we're going through all this stuff i mean we in our nutrients and this is something you and i because you know i've been giving you tomatoes and stuff for your family and you've been making all this great tomato stuff uh and then the peppers and everything which I do have some roasted habanero peppers I'm going to give you, so I want you to tell, me, good. Uh, tell me how that feels on the way in and out. Um, I made some salsa from your tomatoes last night at 1 a.m. It was a nice, yeah, a nice a. little... Uh, Is that when the party was still going? The party was still going. I'm making we salsa. We got out of the sauna, and it was uh, it was time to, uh, it was time to eat the chips and salsa. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it was delicious, so it made perfect sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Um... Well, so anyway, but we talk about nutrients, right? We talk about how things are different. You know, okay, thinking like the tomatoes that you've gotten from me or the eggs you've gotten from me, these are these are dynamically different than what you're seeing in, even in your organic grocery stores, correct? Sure, yeah. Richer color, yeah, deeper nutrients. You know, you can always tell an egg on how, how good it is. And eggs are, eggs are like, you know, God's perfect multivitamin. Right. They've got everything in them that you need, you know? And so, um, good cholesterols, you know, proteins, they've got all tons of vitamins and minerals in there. You know, they're all inclusive. It's amazing. The egg doesn't have any connection to the outside source. Everything that's going to make that chicken, that's going to make life happen and go, uh, is, is all packed in. It's a beautiful thing. Well, and if you think about that whole idea that like that, that egg is, the eggs aren't airproof, by the way, folks. I don't know if you guys right. know that, right? They're not. They're not like a vacuum bag or something that like you sealed them in. They're like, all right, now breathe. Um, but uh, the eggs themselves have a natural microbiome on the outside that keeps them from actually uh, going ahead and spoiling, and so mm. they do a seal that way. So that's why you're able to store them on your your my eggs that I provide you guys or give you guys. Those are those are ones you can leave on the counter for three or four weeks, and there's nothing wrong with them because they can they're shelf stable. 
Uh, but when the commercial processing of that, they don't. They wash all that off. They're pure whites, uh, this and that. But the thing about that, that all that that chicken, everything that chicken needs, water, protein, everything, turns from that little that little yellow sack into a feathery little chirp 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 that has enough uh, calcium in there to break through with their hard beak through the shell. I mean, yeah, yeah there's so much yeah. inside of an egg that really we should we just don't appreciate how great those really are. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. And I think that that's that's something you know when you when you look at essentials um you know essential amino acids and essential fatty acids and those kinds of things eggs eggs are a perfect food we've talked about perfect foods on here before um you know hemp seeds or hemp hearts excuse me um eggs uh you know believe it or not carrots are perfect foods all essential amino acids all essential fatty acids complete foods are what you want to try to go for um superfoods have a big buzz you know a big buzz around them and superfoods are usually foods that have high antioxidant levels which are fantastic and we should we should try to consume as many of those as possible too but you know it's kind of a it's kind of a work uh smarter not harder kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know um and knowing what you're knowing what you're um like what you're putting in, um, for instance, like kale, you know, kale had a huge run, you know, for 10, it's still popular, it's still good, but man, kale was all the rage for 10 years, you know, kale, everything. Oh, yeah. And kale will actually deplete you of some minerals, you know, kale will actually deplete you of iodine. Oh, I dodged that food. bullet by never eating that crap. I mean, yeah. sorry. <laughs> right. I did. Right. I was iodine deficient for a long time because, uh, no, but it will actually deplete your iodine stores, which is interesting, you know? Yeah. But they told so. us, you know, hey, you got, you know, eat your kale because that'll make you better. I just didn't like the texture. It was a thing, you know, I'm, and again, I'm just, what I like eating the things that eat vegetables. So yeah. cows and cows and cows and then the cows next to those. I like eating all those things. Those are very, those, uh, things, yeah. those are very yeah. nutritious to me. I enjoy those. Well, I mean, I do feel different when I'm, st- I, I, Hey, I was doing, I, okay. I was being as good as possible. Right. I, uh, I was eating a salad before dinner, you know, I was staying away from salt and, uh, you know, trying to watch my intake and it was making me sick. It was mm. making me dang sick. And now that I don't eat the salads, now that I'm just eating the meat and I eat a tuber once in a while, that's a, you know, I'll eat a, tom- a potato or a, a carrot or a cucumber or tomato. I don't, I don't eat things that are leafy anymore. No more leafy greens for old Jim Price. And I think I'm better for it. Hmm. Um, but- well, I think that leads to a good, a good thought, right? Is that, um, is that we all have, you know, there's a lot of different philosophies with diets, with blood typing, uh, for instance, right? Certain blood types, different foods work better for you, your genetic makeup, um, nutritiongenome.com is a really great resource, um, for, for their at home test. It's a cheek swab. You swab the cheek, you send it in and it actually will show you the foods that you're, um, you're sensitive to. It's, it's better than an allergy test cause it's more metabolic. Right. Um, but it'll, it'll give you insight as to the things that you should and shouldn't eat. Obviously experience is is the key thing we went plant-based years and years ago. Um, and I can say this now as a recovering vegan, but, but who scared uh, you? Who's, who was a scary boogeyman that scared you? Well, you know, it really wasn't a scary boogeyman. It was, it was getting outside of processed, right? Oh, it was I getting thought, away I thought, from I processed. I thought you were going to say Bill Gates. 
<laughs> you know what? Honestly, that's the reason that was one of the single hand. That was the reason why I stopped. I was like, if this dude is supporting that crap, I'm out. That's what and I wanted I, you to say. I was like, yeah, <laughs> who was the boogeyman that was telling you? Uh, but he didn't have any, he didn't have any role in it. It was just the, you know, you're like <laughs> running down this road and all of a sudden like somebody comes up beside you and you look over and you're like, that's not Forrest Gump. I want uh, somebody else yeah. here. Yeah. I don't want to be here uh, anymore. This, I, I don't, don't want to be part of this solution. But you know, honestly it was eggs. Uh, we did it for about four years, three years, three or four years, like hardcore solid, but it was eggs that got me back into it. Right. Eggs opened the door back up. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do eggs. I can do some fish and kind of do a little pescatarian thing for a couple of years. And, you know, and it, it wasn't until like, you're not Catholic, you're, you're, you're Presbyterian. What do you, what is it? I'm just kidding. I'm Presbyterian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a Catholic. I'm not denominational, but I love fish. <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I get it, sir. I mean, whatever, whatever your religion is, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> anyway. For you, it was that idea of like, um, of like, let me, let me, let me eliminate, not, elimination diets are really key, right? I mean, that's kind of what it was essentially is like, let's get it down to the basic stuff where we're not eating a bunch of processed crap. And then as we start slowly adding things back in, let's see how we respond and how we feel. Yeah. And I will tell you, I do have an appreciation for the way I feel from red meat where before I didn't even know, you know, I yeah. couldn't tell, couldn't tell what I felt like. I couldn't tell you know, you don't feel the malnourishment until you feel the malnourishment, you know? <laughs> I don't feel as strong as I used to because it creeps in, right? It's a slow process. Sure. So like cleansing and getting down to a base and then building back up. And I think that's that's kind of been as we've, you know, as I've spent hours and hours, you know, formulating what we're going to do with our essential pack. That's one of the things that we, when we coined it the essentials, right? Because yeah. It does. It is a baseline that starts us off. There's a lot of cool things that we can add in and a lot of a lot of neat ways that we can get nutrition into people. But, you know, the reality is, is if we don't have a foundation, you know, I've heard it said that, you know, you measure and identify a mountain by its peaks. Right. But the base of the Rockies is the base of the Rockies. Right. You might have this guy and this guy and this guy sticking up. But without a base, without a foundation, yeah. that peak doesn't matter. You know, so as we can as we can coach and mentor people and educate people into getting into higher levels of nutrition and better supplementation and better lifestyle activities if we don't have a foundation that's solid it's not going to really matter that much what we stack on top because it's going to topple right well i do have to confess to you i don't know if i've told you this or not but i was a vegan or a vegetarian i wasn't a vegan i was vegetarian i did yeah. that for about 7 years 6 or 7 years and it was probably the most disappointing part of my life um, no, I, Hold on, you've done me 10. So, I mean, like, you know, there's, there's, there's something there too. Yeah. Well, you know, I did, I did it when, I, when my kids were younger and, uh, my folks were into it and they're like, you know, we just don't need that meat, you know, and this and that. And so I tried it, I tried doing it and being a guy who was in construction, it was really tough for me because I was going through physical demands each day, you know, yeah. I'm picking up beams, I'm picking up trusses, I'm doing, you know, real heavy manual labor stuff. And even as a superintendent, when I even when I was in, when I got my when I was twenty five and I became a superintendent, I was still that vegetarian, and I found myself really it was hard to do because I just didn't feel like I was complete. And then when we went away from it, it was like oh, and then there was the energy back. And for me, I learned that back then. But um, the sad part of it is, is they have vilified all the things that make us well. So if I have the food pyramid and I turn it upside down, I actually find out that I'm probably a lot more healthier if I turn it upside down as opposed to like, instead of making it narrow to the top, so this is the smallest amounts or the biggest amounts, like you just take all that and you go, 
these are the biggest mounts. The small, it, I think it works out better. Um, yeah. But everything they've been telling us with the AMA, I mean, I, I mean, you're a doctor, so you you have uh, you know swore an oath to, you know, I don't know whatever it is, whichever hand you guys, whatever you doctors use. Right hand. Oh, is it you guys? Yeah, you guys are cool like that. Uh, right hand rule. <laughs> so, but you know this this whole idea of American Medical Association telling these people to you know, do intubation on somebody who just needs some ivermectin and some HCQ. I mean, this is really telling us that we've got a failed system or a process of bureaucracy that's driving something that's not real anymore. And, yeah. you know, people, I, I, I tell you this, and I've told us on the show, I was like, I fear getting in an accident while I'm on the road because I don't know who's going to advocate for me while I'm, oh, there, yeah. you know, because I don't, I don't trust them now. I don't, I don't want to totally. go to a doctor unless the bone is sticking out. Like if it's out here, I'm probably going to go, but I might even just call Ryan and say, Hey Ryan, do we have to go? Yeah. <laughs> think you can do this? Can you just pull this back in? We, what I, you're I guess- saying I think sums up where, where I feel as well is that, you know, medicine, um, and don't get me wrong. Right. I mean, there's, of course there's breakthroughs. There's people that get their lives saved every day, all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, but when it comes down to it, um, medicine really excels and, and shines at first aid care. Right. Right. So my opinion is, you know, when there's major trauma, major, major episodes going on, um, that's where medicines, you know, really shines right in the catastrophic things, um, because they do, they, they, they do great at that. Um, but when we talk about wellness and we talk about building, um, building a foundation with people of, you know, lifestyle activities of, um, little things. And I know, I know, your garden takes a lot of work and your chickens take a lot of work, but the reality is those are little things in life that, yeah. that make a, they may make a small drop in the bucket, but over a lifetime, it makes a huge, a huge, huge drop, right? Because right. it, the fact that we have, you know, tomatoes that weren't sprayed with a bunch of crap that were grown organically, that literally have sunshine and water. And that's a, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And they're, you know? and they're and chicken so, poop tomatoes. These are, these are tomatoes that popped up because the chickens pooped them out. So, uh, yeah, the, the, I, have wild, I have wild tomato plants in my yard, by the way, folks. I don't think you guys understand. Like I, when I said I went now, I do mow. I mean, my yard looks nice in the mowing part of it. But I, you know, I'm saying that, you know, I these where the tomatoes started coming up in the spring. I just put a cage around them and yeah. I let them grow. So um, Lisa, Lisa actually has a question. She's out of Florida. She says, oh, cool. ask him if he is an idiot. No, wait, no, that's not what it, that's just different. Only, <laughs> only on Fridays, Lisa. Yeah. So you're, you're in luck today. Yeah. So ask him if he has any thoughts on one meal a day, dinner only coffee juice throughout the day. Sounds like a type of fast or something like that. Is that, is that, I think that sounds awesome. Yeah. Lisa, if that works for you. And I think that's kind of the point where I was trying to, Jim and I were both getting to is, um, the reality is, is until you cleanse down, right. And then rebuild, you don't know, really know what you, um, what you really respond to. So, um, fasting is something that I've practiced for a long time. Um, probably, probably close to a decade now, um, where, and I've done, I've done varying degrees of it. I've done the one meal a day. Um, I did that, um, every, um, what did it, I, so intermittent fasting is fantastic. Um, you know, the one meal a day idea is great. I did that every Monday, Um, I did a 24 hour fast, I guess is what it was. So I would eat dinner Sunday night with my family. And then the next day I'd get up, go to work, do my thing. And I wouldn't eat again until dinner on Monday night. Um, you know, now you can, like you'd said, I I will put a little bit of an asterisk in here with, with what you asked. You said water, coffee, juices. If you're going to do the one meal a day, eliminate the juices 
if you're trying to get into a fasted state. So if you want your body to get into ketosis and to have all the great things like um, the autophagy, which um, autophagy is a way that your innate uh, intelligence goes through and looks at the organizational patterns of cells. Mm -hmm. If a cell's inefficient, autophagy is the mechanism that your body uses to obliterate those cells and wipe them out. Um, and that only happens when you're in a true ketogenic fasted state. So right. if you're, if you, if you want to do the one meal a day and really have it, if you want to do it for your gut rest, juice is great. Cause that's a, that's the important thing too. Um, you know, Jim, when you played rugby and you hurt your shoulder, right. Yeah. What's the number one thing anybody would ever tell you to do rest uh, it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Put it so when we have up there, yeah. people with GI issues, gut issues, one of the best things you can do is implement a fasting routine because it actually allows your gut to, to rest for a little bit. You know, when we're constantly eating, you know, three, you know, three big meals with snacks in between five small meals, we constantly keep food going through our gut and our gut never gets that moment to just be like, okay, now I can chill and repair because you can't repair if you're actively working out. Yeah. Right. So um, to answer your question, I think there's there's benefits in everything, right, um, that you had mentioned. The one meal a day gets you into that real hardcore fasted state where you're really going to be pulling a lot of the, the fat storage out and, and metabolizing it through the ketogenic cycle and making your, making your glucose. Yeah. Um, if you want to do that, eliminate the juice. If you want to just give your gut rest, juice fast, juice cleanses. I've done, I can't tell you how many week long, three day, five day juice cleanses where you just drink high quality organic juice right. and you don't put food solids through that gets your gut to, to kind of chill out a little bit. She asked, uh, does it mess with, did it mess with your digestion to go on those fast? Um, I just found when I was, I was skipping Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, I wouldn't eat on those days. So mm. I would eat the day before I would wait until Tuesday to eat. Then I would wait till Thursday to eat as he drinks from his big jug of, uh, stainless steel water. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to work, work on that. There's a copper bottle right back there. Right there on the, right there on the, back there on the dresser, right where it belongs. It's there. Um, it's there. So did you know, I didn't notice anything. In fact, the only thing I noticed is I just didn't have to go to the bathroom as often. I mean, that, yeah. that really just was the big thing for me. And then to restart the cycle again, I didn't think it was that big a deal. When you do, when I did, when I've done like big seven day fasts, um, you do want to be a little sensitive because, you know, what you eat probably really isn't, it doesn't have anything stopping it. Right. So it can move through you. So if you, if you start, I would always recommend when you break a fast, start with whole nutrients, green leafy vegetables, start with some fiber, introduce good things. Don't run and grab a Big Mac and some fries, you know, um, because that that grease is not going to sit well and you probably aren't making it home, you know, yeah. um, even with a nice wholesome salad. Sometimes you don't you barely make it home, you know, so it will get the gut going. And it, I've never noticed anything negative towards it. I've only I've only noticed positive things. All right. Well, for me, the only time I ever noticed I was I did the cayenne pepper and I'm still on that to this day. I'm mm -hmm. doing 100,000 I use in the morning. And I'm going to tell you now, folks, I am finally I'm probably in my true fifth or sixth month. I finally don't have like certain gut pain as it would go through my intestines. I don't have that issue at all whatsoever. And I don't notice it top and bottom. So when I did the cayenne pepper and I'm still on it, that inflammation that left my body, the cell health that happened there, I think that was a big thing. And one thing, Ryan, you could back this up. 
the body needs to struggle. And I don't mean that as in the idea that we need to eat, you know, McDonald's every day. So it struggles yeah. to stay alive, yeah. but it does need things that challenge it like cayenne pepper, like things yeah. that'll actually cause it to have to work through some processing. And it does make your body better. Gravity and all that stuff is a big part of us being who we are. If I totally. didn't have gravity, I'd just be a big pile on the ground. Right. So, you know, gravity makes the form that we are. So, when your body is challenged, it, you know, like exercise, you know, muscle, uh, you know, doing static, uh, lot, not Pilates, what is it, uh, planks and things like that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those are all yeah, static exercises. Could be do good for you. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I think that, that that's, a, that's a good point that, you know, because I brought up stress before, um, putting your body into a state of stress can can lead to metabolic changes. Um, well, that's a, that's a really big statement. All stress puts a metabolic change into your body, right? You have distress, which is negative stress, and you have eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, -E -S -S, eustress and distress. Um, eustress is a positive effect, right? A net positive that happens. So running, um, running is a, is a, it's an excellent exercise, but it actually causes damage, but the net effect outweighs the damage, right? So it turns into a positive stress that you put on your body. Um, and I do agree that you need, you know, to back that, that statement up to say that you need a little bit of, um, uncertainty, maybe let's call it because it keeps your nerve system tuned in and kind of on, um, on the edge where it's like, you know, we can't just have status quo. We got to kind of keep it guessing a little bit. So by throwing something like cayenne pepper at it or throwing something like fasting, um, it does challenge your body a little bit to say, whoa, all right. Um, you know, there's, um, there's the, the study of heart rate variability and heart rate variability is kind of an interesting one because it, it's a measurement and you, you know, you can do this in chiropractic offices. You can do it. Some of the, the high end Garmin watches show your HRV, mm -hmm. um, the ring, there's that, um, aura ring, um, that one shows your HRV. And it, so it'll show you, it'll actually show you what your range and your heart rate is throughout the day. So think about it like this. If you have a sedentary lifestyle where you're not getting anything to really excite your heart or to challenge your body, to challenge your muscles, you're, variability the range is going to be very static right yeah. but if you wake up in the morning and you go for a run and then you come home and you know after work you do something you even doing laundry i don't care what it is but you do some activities throughout the day that you're staging and getting your heart rate up you go lift some weights you go you know out and work in the garden you do things that provide a dynamic nature to your day um and what it shows honestly like the research with hrv um, you can have somebody with a stage one cancer that has worse outcomes, stage one cancer with low heart rate variability has worse outcomes than a stage four with high heart rate variability. Yeah. Right. So you, you can have a worse diagnosis, but have better, you're tuned in better to your autonomics, right? Your autonomic nerve system versus a worse, uh, a lighter diagnosis with a, with a worse range of variability in your heart rate. And the person with stage four will fare better. Right. Fare better. Fair, Flavonoids. That's what it is. Flavor, flavonoids. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Flavor, Polyphenols. Flavor, yeah. flavor crystals or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> flavor crystals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Something different. I don't Science. know. <laughs> I don't know. I play a doctor on TV. I'm not wearing real life. So that's just why I wear the yeah. suit. And see, yeah. why am I in a suit and you're in a pullover? I mean, who's the, hey, who's the doctor here, man? What, I just want to get back from parent-teacher conferences, buddy. I was and, hey, 
this is my this analogy. This is my. I told him you were at parent teacher conferences. Okay, wait for this. So, when was the last time you were ever called? You were at work, and HR comes in, and I know you you you've worked for yourself for most of your life. But think about this as in a workplace situation. You're working. You're like and the boss comes up. And says, hey, so um, you know what? Uh, what time next Thursday would be good for you to go ahead and bring your wife and your kids in? Because uh, we need to go ahead and uh, schedule your. Um, you know, your parent uh, workplace conference. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. We need so, to talk to them about your performance. And, yeah. yeah. So we're just going to yeah. bring everybody in, and then you're going to sit in a chair, and we're going to talk about you as if you're not even here, and we're going to refer to your behaviors, good, bad, or indifferent, and then we're going to talk about some papers you may have turned in or some yeah. some things you may have Projects, done. or some, yeah. And then here's the performance of where we where, – where else in life – this is the biggest waste of time in education. If you haven't been talking to your teacher as they're educating your child, and the first time you see them is, you know, whatever, six or nine weeks in, you're like, oh, hey, we need to go talk yeah. about, like, no, you're not educating your children. But anyway, I yeah. just, yeah. I've never understood that at all, that we wait. Well, until it's the we... active role versus the passive role, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going to wait. We're going to wait nine weeks to tell you your kid picks his nose every day in class. You know, it's something I've observed. Can you have him not pick his nose anymore? Like, could he you get that from his dad? That's usually our response. Keep <laughs> your booger hook out of your nose, boy. You know, it's like, come on. Uh, but yeah, I told him that you were at um, your kids' stuff, and that obviously, you know, you were shirking your responsibilities here on the show. And, yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Make it. Whatever hey, but you know, this question by Lisa. I think that um, maybe we could. Like, it would be. It might be fun to schedule uh, like a Q and A session where people can jump on. I mean, I know you already probably run it. You. You. It sounds like you're doing it already. But yeah. Um, maybe we could advertise it where we could do some um, some specific Q and As. Right. And and we'll do that. I mean, that's going to be part of the once we do this launch with the my daily naturals is what I was telling them that we have that launching out here. Uh, yeah. When we get that out, we are going to be doing probably a Sunday night or one of the nights in there, Sunday or Monday, uh, where once you're on the subscription, if you're a subscription member to the uh, supplements that we're bringing in as the base level cell function kit. Well, if you're a part of that, then you're going to have access. Ryan Dobbs and me and Josh will be on there giving you guys everything we know so you guys can be yeah. better about it. Yep, absolutely. So. Kind of a mem members-only chat. Ah, Cool Kids Club. Yeah, there we yeah. go. All right. Finally. I never, got, I never got invited, so we had to create our own. Yeah. That's how they. That's how the WEF did it. Yeah. The World Economic Forum. They just created in 71. They're like, hey, it's the World Economic Forum. Like, we're going to have a... We're going to have a thing in Davos. We're the authority. That'd be cool. We're the authority. <laughs> We're going to rule yeah. the world. <laughs> I kind of get it. Um, hey. Anyway, so uh, as we're going through all this stuff, uh, we got you got about a minute here. I got to get you out of here. So um, tell some folks what they ought to be doing or give them something real quick. Give them something inspirational. You were just at a parent-teacher conference, right? Well, the uh, probably the best thing that I can say right now that comes to my mind is that nobody's coming to save you, right? And we have to, you know, it, it, we're at a point in our, um, in our, in our politics and our personal health and, um, in in all aspects of life, nobody's coming to bail you out. Nobody's coming to save you. It, it takes you doing some research. It takes you figuring out what your gut likes. It, it, it's you figuring out what makes you thrive right. and 
Uh, and then honestly, just buckling down and making it happen, doing what you need to do to make it happen um, because nobody's coming to bail you out. Right. And as much of a resource as I want to be to people and help them, um, I can sit here and, and jam all day with you, Jim, but unless there's some action that gets taken, yeah. um, then we don't see change, Absolutely. you know, and I know you and I started this because of, because we want to implement change. Yeah. We want to, want to show people ways to get their bodies healthier um, through, you know, through chiropractic, through nutrition, through all kinds of things. Definitely. And uh, we'll do that. So Ryan, thank you so much for being here. We're going to get you out of here and we'll have back. Appreciate you guys. Have you back on next Thursday. All right. Take care. See Bye-bye. you. Bye. All right. Well, what a great interview with Dr. Ryan Dobson. Again, this is a situation where we are trying to make it so you guys can be better. And that's the, that's the whole thing. As long as we win at this whole thing, we get these people to realize that, you know, we're going to stay alive and we're going to screw up all their plans. We win, right? The longer you stay alive, the more it screws them up. They, they want you guys out of here. They got to rotate you through the machine, right? More souls to gain. All right, guys. Well, remember this as we're going through these days. Be the difference out there. The Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. Uh, remember the, the 10% we were, we say, uh, the 10% with a little bit we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, and the federal government. The more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast. Do not give up and not give in. We will win. I promise. I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer out there. Never hesitate. Never, ever hesitate. He who hesitates dies, and that's how they get you. When they get you in fear, you don't act. Uh, guys, any questions or comments for me, get a hold of me, Jim Price, at thejimpriceshow.com or thejimpriceshow.com website. Go over there, subscribe. We've got things coming up, changes coming your way. Be a part of that and be a part of the future. We need you guys there. And that more, the longer you stay alive, the more successful we become. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye.